You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. This episode of Writing Excuses has been brought to you by audible.com. If you would like to support this podcast and start a 30-day trial membership, visit audiblepodcast.com slash excuse. Season 11, Episode 15. This is Running Excuses, The Environment with Ellie Modisett Jr.
15 minutes long. Because you're in a hurry. And we're not that smart. I'm Brandon. I'm Mary. I'm Dan. I'm Howard. And we have back to the podcast one of our best friends and the greatest writers around, Ellie Modisett Jr. Glad to be here. <laughs> we are so happy to have you on, Lee, because um, you are like a genius about a lot of things that writers normally aren't geniuses about. Um, because you've like had seven careers before you became a writer. I'm exaggerating. Um, but those all inform your writing. You're not exaggerating, unfortunately. <laughs> We're not talking about how successful I was at it, some of them. <laughs> um, now, you pitched the environment, quote-unquote, as a topic for us to do on Writing Excuses. Can you tell us why you were passionate about this idea? Well, part of it has to do with the fact that I worked on the environment for like 15 years as a professional. But the other thing is that the environment underlies pretty much everything that nobody ever thinks about. Um, what your environment is, call it your climate, what you do that informs things in terms of pollution, sometimes it changes the whole structure of a culture. I mean, basically, if you think about the fact that uh, what led did the Roman Empire, and in, in essence, internal environmental pollution, in essence, brought down the elite of the Roman Empire because the higher up you were, the more likely you were to have your wine flavored with lead, and that has a tendency <laughs> to do things to your brain cells. Uh, insanity, occupational insanity among the Roman elite was rather high in certain circumstances, which may have led to the fact that many of the later Roman empires, emperors actually came from the provinces where they didn't use as much lead. Yeah, I'm having had many conversations with you about these sorts of things. What's impressed me is that you like to... Um, backtrack when creating a, a story, or at least, you know, you like to get down into the minutia of the economics and the environment and let that shape your culture in a very science fiction sort of way, even when you're doing a fantasy, though you do both science fiction and fantasy. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I doubt if anybody has ever made the cleaning of sewers by mages an occupational training requirement before. <laughs> <laughs> So um, let's just go down with some of the things that writers get wrong. Um, what are some of your pet peeves in this area or any of the podcasts when the environment is, con is considered? Uh, what do a lot of fantasy and science fiction writers goof on? Well, I think a lot of them tend to goof. Well, my biggest personal pet peeve is mm -hmm. the city in the middle of the desert. Okay. <laughs> there have only been in human history two cities in the desert that have actually succeeded. Now, there are several that turned into cities in the desert because of environmental degradation, but there are only two that actually started out as cities in the desert. One of them was Petra in the, in the Jordan-Sinai, which existed only because the Nabataeans developed one of the most sophisticated forms of rainwater engineering. You can still supply literally thousands of people, even though the system is currently broke, is partly broken from its rainwater collection. And that's in the middle of a desert. And the second factor was it was on the intersection of caravan routes from the trade from the Middle East to Egypt. And at that time, Egypt, of course, was one of the most prosperous areas. Didn't they hide the Holy Grail there, too? I watched a movie about that. <laughs> well, they, in Valencia fil now, but they filmed it there because it's one of the few lovely relics left that mm -hmm. you don't have to pay rental fees for, but I don't think they actually <laughs> hit it there. <laughs> and the other one, by the way, is Las Vegas. 
<laughs> which was only which was only enabled by another great massive waterworks, mm-hmm. otherwise known as the Boulder or Hoover Dam. Neither city would exist without those modifications of the environment. Well, but and- you aren't going to have a city in the middle of a desert because you have to have food. You can't grow food in the desert. Sand. You can't oh. ship it over all of that sand without an incredible price to it, and you can't afford it. You know, Las Vegas is such a great example of this because it's modern. And, and I know a lot of people think, oh, well, maybe you couldn't build cities in the desert before, but you totally can now. Las Vegas has the most rigorous water conservation policies of any city in the country. And uh, the woman who is in charge of it uh, has come up with just an absolutely brilliant system of controlling who has water, who is allowed to use water. Um, it's really, really interesting to read about how they keep that city functioning even today. And not that anybody really cares about this, but I actually worked with the Las Vegas Sewage Department when I was a consultant. Did you use mages to clean it? <laughs> no, we act- no, we actually used water lilies. And the sewage plants drain into a series of artificial marshes and- which have water lilies and other things which naturally purify the water so that it can be at least used for agriculture and other things, call it non-culinary water, after it's gone through all the sewage plants. Excellent. Um, So can you think of some great examples in fiction, film, or books, or whatever, of people who are using this in the way that you suggest that we do it? No. (laughs) (laughs) So the field is open for you, our listeners. Now, I've done a couple of them. I mean, about a year and a half ago, I wrote a book called The One-Eyed Man, and it's basically an ecological novel about the impact of ecology on, shall we say, antigathics, which is a fancy term for anti-aging drugs. And in this particular world, that's the entire or the cash crop of the world. But it's all dependent on interconnected ecology. And all we, everything we do in any society is an interconnected ecology. Um, there's so many examples, it's really... I well, Mary, it, oh, Mary's go got ahead, one. Mary. Yeah, so um, Paolo Bacigalupi's Wind Up Girl mm-hmm. is, you know, it's set in the future. Right. So it, it's not fantasy, but it is one where he is very definitely thinking about the environment and the ramifications of the environment on the technology, on the economy, on uh, class structure, and all of these things. And that kind of rigor is something that you can apply to a fantasy setting. Actually, I think that Brandon, with his Stormlight series, certainly I'm is— I'm trying to use the ecology quite a bit—the environment a lot, of it, a lot in those. Um, but, you know, having this conversation, I keep thinking of new things that you could do. And one thing I should bring up— and. We, we talk a lot on writing excuses about various things you can do. This, you can't do everything in every book. Um, the whole point of the podcast is to level you up in certain little areas so that when you go to write a book and you say, oh, this would be a good place to deal with the environment or with fashion, you can then use this as a, as a springboard into finding things. But one thing I just thought of is, you know, a lot of fantasy books don't deal with the effects of fossil fuels. Now, right now we're dealing with really huge ramifications of fossil fuels, but even in early days, fuel that you would use would have an effect on your city. The burning just of wood um, yeah. would have a huge effect okay. on a city. London. Okay, let me bring up, bring up one here. Why did the British, why did England go to coal? England actually went to coal because they were running out of trees, and if they started cutting down any more trees, they couldn't build wooden ships. Yeah. 
and things like this that we don't think through often enough in fantasy books. Howard had something. Yeah, I was just going to say that uh, the the idea of hot and cold running water as a I mean, it's it's such a common phrase that when we were on the ship, uh, I think it was. Um, Ellen said, uh, referred to the, the buffet as hot and cold running food. And we, <laughs> and we all knew what she was talking about. Um, we take so many things for granted that it's easy for us to forget uh, how much infrastructure goes into providing those. Mm-hmm. 13th century London was, uh, you know, the, the, the cities were in, in many cases, I say the cities, London, uh, the road was a foot of poo and cow guts and yuck. Can I bring up one other thing along these lines on it? It, This is a historical example of how environment affects a society. There are no indigenous trees on the west side of the Andes. All they have is bushes. Now, there are now because the Spanish imported eucalyptus. But that determined the entire fate of the Inca Empire because you cannot build bridges out of rope, which is what they do, and have wheeled vehicles because they stop anytime you've got a chasm. You cannot stop a horse because you need a pike. You cannot build a pike if you don't have a tree. I've been doing a lot of research into yeah. a sequel to The Rhythmatist, um, dealing with some of the South American, Mesoamerican cultures. Um, and that environment, it's really interesting listening to some of these, um, these books where they'll talk about, you know, they were really advanced. We, early um, European visitors are pretended that they were a not advanced cultures because they didn't have some certain things that the Europeans thought were hallmarks of technology, the wheel being the big one. Well, this, except, you know, their calendar and their mathematics and their linguistics were all above what the Europeans were doing. Um, they didn't have the wheel because they had dense forestation because of things like, um, like Lee was talking about, because they did not have a good pack an- animal or riding animal. This was a big feature. And so the environment prevented certain developments in technology, of course, a long period of time that led to a, um, a certain um, technological advantage in warfare to the Europeans when a lot of the things that the Mesoamerican cultures would learn just didn't lend themselves well to warfare despite being more advanced. And so your ecology, your environment can really influence the development of your culture. And we, you can read Guns, Germs, and Steel if you want to have a good example of that. Excellent, excellent book. Jared Diamond, Guns, Germs, and Steel. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. 
Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. But we should stop here for a different book to pitch before we get too much further, because we want Lee to talk about Solar Express. Uh, give us like the, the 30 second, 45 second pitch on this book. Okay. Young postdoc astrophysicist stationed on a lunar observatory on the far side of the moon in Daedalus Crater discovers a long period comet that turns out not to be a long period comet, which then has to be investigated by the pilot who she struck up a friendship with who ferried her to the moon in the first place. Everything is not as it seems. Excellent. Uh, Lee's books are all very good. I've read a number of them. I've never been disappointed. Um, I've always been engaged. She's a fantastic writer. And you can go to audiblepodcast.com slash excuse, start a trial membership, and download a copy of the Solar Express, or just Solar Express. Solar Express. Um, read by Robert Faus, or Foss. Um, now, let's go back. Um, looked like, Mary, you had something you wanted to jump in with. Oh, we'll go to Lee first. Oh, um, I, would, I would just want to add one little thing. You don't even think about some of these things. One of the reasons why all the Inca buildings fit together like clockwork and there's no mortar, they couldn't make mortar because you have to have something that burns to fire limestone in order to make the mortar and cement. When you don't have any trees and you don't have any coal, you can't make any mortar. So you can't even build stone bridges. Everything has to fit together like clockwork. That changes the whole labor structure as well. 
One of the things also that, that this brings up is that when you're looking at your environment, one of the things that you're looking at is not just the landscape and the, the trees, but also what is there, like uh, what the minerals are. So in Mesoamerica, um, silver and gold were fairly plentiful. Iron was not. So they would use silver and gold. It was much easier to smelt. You could smelt it at a lower temperature. And meanwhile, in Europe, gold is not common, so it is very valuable. Iron is used for everyday things. And a lot of that has to do with the fuel and the availability, not just the fuel, but also the availability of the, the raw material in the earth. So one of the things that is interesting to play with when you're doing your world building is to think about the resources that each region has. A really great quick video you can watch on something like this. Um, it, it's called uh, America Pox, the mix, Missing Plague. Um, it's uh, by uh, one of the, my favorite YouTubers, uh, CGP Gray. And he talks about how the environment caused European cities to get close together, to bring their livestock in, and then that livestock caused diseases to jump to human beings, and most of the most deadly plagues we have came from our livestock. If you think about that, it makes perfect sense because a disease does not want to kill you. A disease wants to keep you, wants you to live to spread it, and a disease that kills you is actually a failed disease in some ways. But a disease meant to make a cow sick will kill a person if it can jump to people. And so we had all of these diseases because of these, uh, our environment, because of these large cities. And so this is why we, when uh, we, meaning Europeans like me, came to America, it, we brought a bunch of diseases and why there were no such diseases uh, among those indigenous populations to infect the, them to take back. And it's a fascinating video to digs into this in like five minutes. Yeah. Which is why actually the Plymouth colony succeeded. Yeah. Because a measles epidemic swept up from Jamestown the year before, killed almost all of the Indians in Massachusetts, and basically the pilgrims in some cases actually moved into Indian cornfields and villages because they were so depleted. Another aspect of the environment we haven't talked about yet uh, is the sky, the stars, mm -hmm. and their use in navigation. And I, I read a really interesting book about the Chinese naval history that was talking about how in the Northern Hemisphere we have the North Star that makes navigation very, very easy. And in the Southern Hemisphere, where you can't see the North Star, they have to navigate by the Southern Cross. And that took hundreds of years longer to figure out how to use. And what that means is that a lot of civilizations were able to develop faster in the Northern Hemisphere because they could, they could do shipping lanes much earlier. Um, the Southern Hemisphere was uh, colonized and explored by those civilizations much later than the rest of the world because they couldn't get down there. Once you got out of sight of land into deep sea exploration, it just didn't work as well. Well, I'm going to have to call it here. We are running out of time. I want to thank our audience here at Life, the Universe, and Everything. Um, I want to thank um, Ellie Modisett Jr., and I actually have some homework for us. This is a classic Brandon Sanderson-style homework pitch for you. Um, I want you to come up with a fantasy fuel. Not fantasy football, a fantasy fuel. Some sort of fuel system in a fantasy world that has some 
extreme but unintended consequences on the environment people live in. And I don't want you to go with the standard ones that we've, we've had in our world that we've dealt with. I want it to be something weird and bizarre that, you know, burning this fantasy fuel makes one in a hundred children turning to a demon or something like this. <laughs> like, I want something interesting for your story based around the thing they find in the environment that they can use for fuel. This has been Writing Excuses. You're out of excuses. Now go write. This episode of Writing Excuses has been brought to you by our listeners, patrons, and friends. If you would like to learn how to support this podcast, visit www.patreon.com slash writing excuses. Writing Excuses is a Dragonsteel production, jointly hosted by Brandon Sanderson, Dan Wells, Mary Robinette Kowal, and Howard Taylor. This episode was mastered by Alex Jackson. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.